All right, so we're hearing it sounds good. We're gonna we're gonna rock with it. Um, we'll start this over. Thank you guys again. Uh, welcome to the Millennial Mindset Podcast, where we stray you live on Facebook. Uh, but all these podcasts are available uh, tomorrow, the next day after, um, wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. So I want to thank you guys, man. It's been an overwhelming amounts of support um that we've gotten so far so so shout out to everyone who's listened once who listened for two minutes um you know shout out to my international downloads and subscribers yeah we 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 nationwide now baby um i have some downloads in norway and germany and you know this is crazy so again just thank you uh guys so much for supporting your boy and uh supporting the millennial mindset podcast because you know we talk about it right so Today's topic, we're going to get into it. It's going to get a little deep, but it's we, it's very, very, very necessary. But before I go on, I, I hear that I'm bad at not saying where you guys can talk to me and meet me and, you know, see what I'm doing in terms of my business side. So um, this Thursday night, uh, I will be partaking in a career night that's being put on by one of my value partners uh, over at Carter & Carter. Uh, all-female brokerage um, who's killing it in the game and they're having a career night this Thursday. Um, it's This is a virtual event. Um, so you guys will be able to uh, go to my link tree and sign up for that. Um, I'll share that in here before we're done today. Um, or you can go to my IG page and get to it as well. So this Thursday, it'll be a career night. Come find out how the mortgage millennial became the mortgage millennial and see if home loans or in lending is, is in your future. Um, it's a great career. Um, it's not easy. I won't lie to you. Um, but it's a lot of opportunities. So Thursday, uh, free event, uh, please check me out there. Now let's get into it. Topic title of today's podcast is get comfortable being uncomfortable. What does that mean? I remember the first time someone told me that term, I had no idea what that meant. No (laughs) clue what that meant, um, what they were talking about about at all. Um, But I got on the journey and I was, uh, but I was eager. I wanted to know, you know, kind of more, what do you mean? Um, And even at that time, when I was said, when, when this was said to me years ago, I didn't get it. And it, it, it took me some time. I had to kind of go through the process uh, on my own journey to kind of understand what that meant. Right. Because I think it may mean something different to everybody. But generically, we're going to dive into it today because there are. There is gold. I believe there is gold in that topic. Right. In that philosophy of thinking. There's philosophy in that way of thinking. So we're going we gonna to get into it today. So you're going to hear me refer to it. So I don't say it the whole term every time is GCBU. GCBU, get comfortable being uncomfortable. The first time that was said to me, like I said, a few years ago, I'm like, man, what does that even mean? Right. Uh, we're going to talk about what it means. But let's let's go back in that time to when. It was said to me, um, I was, um, I was comfortable at the time when it, when it was said to me, I had, uh, I had, a, I had a, a decent job. 
um, in retail and management. I was, you know, for my age, quote unquote, and, you know, demographics, one would say I was doing okay. And um, you're comfortable. You know, I was may I was able to make enough money to afford my lifestyle, right, at that time, which wasn't that lavish, but, you know, I was able to pay my bills and eat. So, you know, <laughs> that's a that's enough for a millennial. So I was comfortable. Um, but as time was going on, I was realizing I was starting to get a little less fulfilled and I wanted something a little bit more fulfilling, but that would mean that I would have to stop doing what's easy and what I'm comfortable at doing, which was my job, my everyday job. And, um, I wasn't ready for that. Like I wanted something else, but I wanted to stay comfortable. I wanted to stay easy because I could do my job in my sleep if I, you know, uh, quote unquote. So why would I, you know, have to start over from the beginning and learn something new and, you know what I mean? And all of, all of that, that comes with doing something different. And, um, as I was talking to, uh, you know, one of my big, big bros slash mentors and they were like, you know, oh, well, if you want something different <laughs> out of life, you're probably going to have to do something that you've never done. I know that sounds, it sounds super easy, but we miss that. It goes over our heads so often that if you want something that you've never had, that you are probably going to have to do something you've never done to get it. And I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty profound. But, you know, I'm good, though. I mean, yeah, I want something else, but, I mean, you're saying I got to start, you know, start doing something that's going to break my comfort zone out of this. I know I can go to work. I know every two weeks I'm going to get a paycheck on Friday. I'm good. You know what I mean? I might get some overtime and work a little, work a little extra hours and maybe able to buy me some extra. And so that was, you know, that was that. And I still, even when it was said to me, I was like, you know, it kind of was marinated in the back of my head, but I, you know, I wasn't thinking too much of it because again, I wasn't ready to relinquish my comfort. Right. And what was easy to me at that point. Um, but as time went on, as I progressed and, I just started to feel very unfulfilled. Um, I started to I started to slowly but surely have some regrets as the time was kind of going on because I'm like, my life is kind of getting away from me, or my you know my time to learn new things. You know, it's like time is passing me by, and I'm just living. I'm just working. I'm just getting by. I'm but I'm comfortable, <laughs> and. Um, and so from there, I was like, you know what? They're right. I'm going to have to learn to get a little bit uncomfortable, right? And I didn't know to what, you know, where that would lead me to, right? In terms of my next steps on my journey. But I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta get uncomfortable. So we talked a little bit about this on the Poor Mindset episode, but from there, I end up uh, getting uh, my my real estate classes and got my real estate license and passed my test and I was like okay cool look I'm getting uncomfortable I'm trying this thing and uh, at the time I told my broker that I was gonna 
how I was going to get business, I was going to go door knock. This is at that time of, uh, you know, when people were door knocking to try to get people to sell their homes or see if they'd like to buy a home. And I was ready because that's what I was going to do. I was going to, you know, I was going to go door knocking to get my business. And um, so I would I'd go to the office and I would make flyers or I would find people who may need to possibly sell their homes due to some public record things I could find online. And then I would go to their house. Well, this is what I was telling myself I was going to do. I was going to go to their house and see if they, you know, wanted me to sell their house for them. And um, I would so I would go to the office. I'll get my paperwork together. And I would drive to the neighborhood where the properties were that I wanted to door knock. And I would sit in the car sometime for an hour trying to get myself to get out of the car. Because one thing about one, one of the most uncomfortable things in life is rejection, right? And, you know, nobody wants to feel rejection, but it is a part of life and and especially in sales and you're in a business that I mean, it's, that's, you know, that comes with the game. I couldn't swallow it. I told myself I was ready to do it, but I said, I can't get out here. And after a few times that I did, you know, I got a couple of doors slammed in my face and some choice words said to me, uh, for bothering people at their house. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it would get hard for me. And I just, I was, it was so uncomfortable to be asking someone for business at their home, right? You like, I don't want to bother nobody because I hate when people bother me or whatever the case may be. Um, not really seeing myself as a value, kind of seeing myself as, as I was, you know, I was bothering these people, not I was actually going to give them a value or a service that could help them. So it was super uncomfortable because of how I looked at the situation. And after being rejected a few times, I was like, you know what? I can't take that. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I can't. It's not for me. And um, I remember <laughs> going back to my office. I took a long, long break. I was driving around because I just was depleted. Like, well, how am I going to get the business if I can't even muster up enough energy to knock on these doors? And. Um, and man, so I'm sitting there, my, I go back to my office and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have to do something different and I have to get to a point to where this rejection and this fear of being uncomfortable or having this uncomfortable conversation is not going to affect me that much. Right. And this is when I tell people, everyone who all my shout out to all my entrepreneurs and my aspiring entrepreneurs who want to get out there, you have to be uncomfortable. Okay. With being uncomfortable. Cause whenever you're starting out, you have a lot of questions. You don't know a lot of things. You're going to fall on your flat on your face a couple of times. You're going to fail sometimes. Right. And that was my biggest thing is I was afraid of failing. Right. Uh, or I was afraid of, of, we're going to get, we're going to get to the next step. Right. I was actually, after doing some real self thought and in, in, internalizing, I was afraid of what would happen if they said yes sometime, even though that's what I wanted. I was afraid. Well, what if they say, okay, Otis, sell my house? Now, what are you going to do? Yeah, I've got nothing, right? This was, um, this is a quote from the GOAT from MJ. He said, fear 
people are afraid due to lack of preparation. That's where fear comes from. Right? So I'm about to get, this is where it's kind of going to get a little deeper because I had to understand that I didn't love the process of what I was doing. I just wanted the outcome. Right? So this is when it starts, you know, it starts to get deep. And when I read that quote from Michael, um, at that time, I said, damn, that's, that's real. I'm afraid because I don't even know what to do next. Whether I get the answer I want or the answer I don't want, what is my next step? And I was like, okay, I need to prepare better, right? Because then I can, I can alleviate the fear of not knowing if I, if I at least go prepared. And, um, you know, so I got back on my, <laughs> got back on my here to, you know, here to go door knock, uh, again, but I did more preparation. I knew more information about the property. Um, I studied my, my approach. Um, I wrote some scripts down on what I was going to say. I was more prepared. So instead of me, when I pull up, instead of me waiting 45 minutes to get out the car to go to the door, I just pulled up and jumped out the car. And the conversation started to get a little easier, even when they weren't, when they didn't want to hear what I had to say, but I was prepared. And and even though it's still uncomfortable to knock on someone's door and ask them to sell their home or tell them that they're behind on their loan and that you could help them sell their house. Although that's still uncomfortable. What happened was I started to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? This is where we're going to talk about, uh, you know, trusting the process and loving the process. That's when I realized that I wanted to win the game, which in this case was get the deal and, and get the check um, more than the actual process of what that takes to get along, you know, to get there. So I'm like, I want the check, but I don't want to do the work that comes to get the check. I didn't love the process. I didn't love the process because I never took the time to really know the process. I just was trying to go win the game. Immediately, I was trying to go win the game. So any of y'all that know me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big in my sports, right? I'm, I'm big in the sports. And so I, you know, I was looking at some of the greats, some of the greats in, in, in all different sports, but particularly hoops. Cause I'm, a, I'm, I'm a hoop fan first. And, and man, it was like the constant thing that I noticed from the greats were that they love the preparation just as much as the title, as the win. Anybody that's listening to this, that's watching this, <laughs> that plays sports, tell me if I'm wrong. Practice was always tougher than the game. That's just a fact. At least for me, I played football, I played basketball. Practice was always tougher than the game. But those 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 guys or those ladies that had fun at practice, <laughs> they really had fun in the game, but they first had fun with practice. They had fun with 
the preparation. They had fun with the uncomfortable part. The uncomfortable part is running suicides. Right? And you're like, why am I still running? But when you got in the game and you played all the game, because somebody got hurt or somebody didn't show, you appreciated that preparation. I'm like, oh, it started clicking. You got to learn and fall in love with the process. The process, in most cases, are uncomfortable because it's not what you're used to. It's going to require you to do something you either haven't done before, don't enjoy doing, or don't have enough experience doing. Allow that to take a minute to seep in. Because we talked about this before as well, that a good chance of most of your problems are you. There's a good chance. Yes, the world's going to give you problems. The outside is going to give you problems. But how you respond to them, right? When you when you get them is 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 the key. So I was like, okay, this is the goal right here. Right. So this is, I hope this is, I hope, I hope somebody's listening to me right now because this is, this is how you excel and go to the next level. Is you have to start A, because yeah, it's going, it's going to take some uncomfortable feelings to get there. It's going to take you work nine to five, but you have aspirations of doing something bigger than your job. That means you get home and you got to work six to 10. Right. It, 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 and, to you know, shout out to my millennials out there or anyone that's watching or listening that has kids that that six might end up being nine or ten because you got to go be a parent. Shout out to the parents. I know I know some of y'all are super happy that the schools are back open. I'm one of them <laughs> with you. Right. But these are real things. If what you want is that big enough. What's you know what's going what, what's going to win here? Is your fear? Are you going to allow the fear to win, or are you going to push yourself to do something that makes you feel a little uneasy, a little weird, or are you going to let the fear win? Because that's that's truly all that it is that stops you. It's the fear. The fear, I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to sound stupid. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not smart enough for that. I mean, I'm not doing all of that. I ain't going to do all of that. Tell me how you not, how you say, well, I'm not going to do all of that, but I want all this. It don't go together. Right? It doesn't, they don't add up. You're going to have to do all of that and learn all of that if you want all of that. And before you know it, it started getting easier. The uncomfortable situations start to get easier. One step at a time. You having a different conversation and you're getting better. You know, I'm like, oh, that used to freak me out. I got this now. That's a process. But you must, you must, 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 must. First, first, first. Fall in love with the process. Love the process. 
I know the process is the uncomfortable part. It all goes together. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes, we all want the outcome. We all want the win. We want the check. We want the job. We want the degree. We want, we all want to elevate. Not many of us want to go through what it takes to elevate. All right. That means bending you a little bit differently. That means, damn, I'm not going to be the top of the top no more. I might have to start down here, but that's okay. But that's okay. I had, um, if you guys follow the Millennial Mindset Podcast IG, um, I posted, I posted a clip yesterday, um, from one of the great minds uh, in in the entertainment industry. But I think he's a great business mind. Period. Uh, from 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 Brother Steve Stout, and he said that um, I've never met anyone successful that didn't fail. Do you hear me? I mean, this, 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 if you guys don't know who Steve Stout is, he's, he's big time in terms of the, the entertainment industry and the music industry. They've all failed. I've, this is his, I failed. The only difference is they kept going. We kept going. We kept going. We kept going. We kept going. This is getting comfortable being uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when you fail. It's uncomfortable when you broke. It's uncomfortable when you lose your job. It's uncomfortable when you can't pay your rent. That is uncomfortable. You don't want to be there, but you want to know how to navigate when you're there. How do you navigate being in a situation where all you can think about is the outcome? Yes, we want the outcome, but let's learn how to navigate while we're here. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Right? These are the tools that I believe that are monumental to one's success. Right? So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to jump back in. We're going to talk about some other tips. I'm going to give some actual tips about what you can do to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We're going to talk about um, really having that conversation with yourself of what the, what it is that that you want to do and be honest with yourself about why aren't you doing it right because a, a good chance of you are concerned about what it's going to look like to somebody else sometimes that's your mom your father your your sister your brother your man your your what like it's often a lot what we do is predicated off what we think other people are going to think about what we're doing right so we're going to talk about that a little bit more after this break, but um, shout out to everybody that's tapping in live with us. Uh, shout out to Sean on the I, on the engineer got us right. So uh, we're going to take a break and we will be right back. Welcome back. Thank you for the break. Shout out to, to everybody that's that's been tapped in with us live. Shout out to everyone that's listening to us on the playback. Uh, we're talking about uh, the acronym I got for it is GCBU today. Otis, what the hell does that mean? That means get comfortable being uncomfortable. Right? So first, I want to um, I want to give you a quote real quick from a, uh, from a young lady. I watched, actually watched her TED Talk 
a few years ago, but the, she said something that it had stuck with me. Um, and I wrote it down. Um, she says, comfort is overrated. Being quiet is being comfortable. Keeping things the same way they have been is comfortable. And comfort has done nothing but help us maintain the status quo. That resonated with me because it's the truth. Every time that I can bring my mind to think about in terms of when I was comfortable is when I was the most complacent. Comfort and complacent are, they don't have to go together, but they often do. You get comfortable, you get complacent, you stop moving, and you stop dreaming, and you stop aspiring, right? To strive, to do more than what you, than what's asked of you, right? A lot of us wake up every day and we're just trying to like, let me just get out of me what the world asks of me. Not how much can I go give today? How uncomfortable could I make myself today to make myself better for myself, for my family, my children, my husband, my wife, my friends, my business? How can I do that? If I remain the same, if I get into a level of comfort and complacency, that's where I'm at. That's the recipe for disaster. Right. Complacency. <laughs> Comfort breeds complacency. It's just it's just a fact. So I want to give you three tips real quick. Um, how to start combating. The fear of being uncomfortable. Get your pins out, your 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 iPhone notes, whatever, you, <laughs> whatever you need. These are very simple, simple tips, though. Number one, and it, I want you to do this. I want you to pick three things that make you uncomfortable and do them in the next 30 days. Pick three things that make you uncomfortable. That means if you want to talk to your man about something that's been bothering you, I know some of the ladies, they're not they're like, I have no problem with talking, but maybe there's some, there's a part or a conversation that you want to have with somebody. Maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your brother, your sister. But you don't want to have that uncomfortable moment. So you've kind of been putting it off. Do it. Right. Um, maybe you've like been wanting to start your own online business, but you're afraid to ask for help. And you know people that do it. But you're afraid to say, can you help me? Or where do I start? Or how did you do this? Right. Um, it can be a bevy of things that make you uncomfortable. I want you to take three of those things in the next 30 days and do them. Second part, tip number two is I want you to write down how you felt after you did those three things. I want you to write them down. How did you feel? How did you feel when you told her that, look, babe, you're a great cook, but greens greens isn't your thing like you know <laughs> you didn't put any salt pork in the greens it's not really my thing 
right? I, this is this is a joking manner, but this is the this is what I mean. Because something like that is as minute and small as that could be. It could be uncomfortable, and you know you don't want to talk about it. But that breeds complacency. How can your relationship move forward if you're afraid to talk to the person you're with, right? Or the person you're in business with, right? So again, three things. I want you to do them. After you do them, I want you to write down how you felt after doing them. Now, number three. Number three. Repeat, repeat, repeat one and two over and over again. Find something that makes you uncomfortable and do it. And remind yourself how you felt before you did it. Like, I used to be afraid to do that. Like, for me, I used to be afraid to just call people and talk to them about their whole financial state. Now I'm like, where's the number? Let's call them. Let's talk about it. Wherever wherever it is it stands. That I'm, I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable in terms of those conversations now. I'm good with it. Right? Now, I'm, I don't want to get on here and... And, and what, what, my, what, my, what does my millennial um, generation say? I don't want to get on here and start capping as if I don't still have fears or, I don't, or I'm mastered being uncomfortable, being comfortable in every uncomfortable situation. That's not the truth, right? But I, I do try to make sure that I'm mindful about it. And I have to go back and have obvious conversation. Otis, why didn't you do that? Oh, it would have made you uncomfortable. Mm, you going back there? Then I, you know, then I'm usually harsh on myself, but and I get it done. But no matter where you are with that, with within that process of getting uncomfortable, right? Like, and I, man, I get it. Like, we're gonna talk for a second. Like, a black man, it it's uncomfortable. To reach manhood and be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't even know what my skills are. Like, and it's uncomfortable for you to turn around and ask for help or ask somebody who's doing better. We don't, we've done a bad job as a people with that. Right. In terms of reaching back and saying, bro, I got you, sis. I got you. Oh, you want to learn how to do hair? I got you. Oh, you want to learn real estate? I got you. We don't we don't we don't do a good job at that. At the same time, we also don't do a job with saying, hey, man, I really want to learn real estate. Oh, can you help me? Oh, man, I really. I really want to own my own salon one day. You go get your hair done in the shop every couple of weeks, but you won't ask the lady how to own a salon. Because it's uncomfortable. It's it's awkward. Because you just, you know, we, we live in a, a world where you only see people's outcomes. You don't see what happened in between. You just see the car now. You see the house now. You see the marriage now. You don't see the, the the backbone and what happened in the background of all that uncomfortable stuff that took place during that time. 
for them to get to what you say you want, all you see is what they have, and you're like, I want that. And I don't want to do anything differently to get it. I just want to keep being who I am, where I am, but I want that. Do you even know what they did to get that? Have you had that conversation? Are you willing to pay that price? And I'm not talking necessarily monetarily. Are you willing to pay that price? Uh, good buddy, brother uh, of mine said, oh, you can have anything you want if you want to pay the price. Whatever, whatever it is you want, oh, are you willing to pay the price for it? Listen, you want to make X amount of dollars? You can have it. Are you willing to pay that price? What is that price? That price means you don't see your kids? You don't have a relationship with them? Are you willing to pay that price? Some people are willing to pay that price. Be very honest with yourself. What is it that you want? And are you willing to pay the price for it? I had to ask myself that. What do I want? Okay, I want to get there. Am I willing to pay the price for it? The price was I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I had to get myself and put myself in a position where I was good with having any type of conversation, good, bad, and everything in between. That is the process of it, right? So GCBU, I want y'all to live by that or at least attempt to start today especially to all my my younger millennials that are that are on the come up get comfortable being uncomfortable get comfortable with doing the things you've never done to get the things you've never had get comfortable in doing that and i guarantee you i promise you if you do that you will keep elevating you'll keep hitting pinnacles i'm here i'm there damn how did i get here boom boom because you keep you chase that the gold is in the uncomfortable. The gold is in the thing that you don't want to do. And the thing that's, ah, that's going to make me look stupid. That's where it's at. Anything that you think is, ah, that's embarrassing. Go do that. Go do that. You need to lose some weight. You're a little, on, I don't, I mean, I don't want to go out there and people go, go do it. It's in your head. Same with me. Shout out to my <laughs> to my brother Sean. He said, "Man, you gotta go. Whether you listen, you ain't never gonna be ready. There's never gonna be the perfect time. You'll never reach it. You'll never reach when everything is perfect and I can do everything I want to do now. You gotta do it where you are. If you're uncomfortable where you are, that's fine. Better be comfortable with doing that. Ah, this was good. This was good. We're going to um." We're going to delve into the closing segment of, of the podcast today is where I got to come up with like a title for this, this uh, segment. I haven't, I haven't masterminded that yet. Make a mental note um, where I'm going to tell a homeowner story. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm Otis Milton. I'm the mortgage millennial and I'm the host of this uh, podcast, the millennial mindset podcast. And I am a, real estate and mortgage professional to help people get homes and finance for homes. So 
I'm going to tell a story today about a client. I won't say her full name. We'll just call her Miss P for this, uh, for this story. And it's because it's a, it's an amazing story. Um, and it has a lot to do with getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So, um, I got a phone call, uh, from one of my, one of my, my, one of my real estate partners. And, um, and she's like, oh, I, I met, I met a lady and she wants to, um, she wants to see if she can get qualified. You know, she wants to buy a home. I said, like, okay, cool. I'll give her, I'll give her a call. So I set up, uh, set up a phone call with her and they gave her a call and, um, she called me and I was actually traveling. I was out, out of town for, a, uh, for a convention and, um, we had a conversation and, um, uh, I found out where she was and I found out that she had 14 credit cards with balances. She had 21 credit cards, but she had 14 of them with balances. And, um, you know, the department stores, Amex here, Chase card there, um, all these cards with balances. So then, uh, I looked at her income and she was making, she was making a good amount of income. She had no money. She hadn't. She didn't have. She didn't have any money in the bank. She's making a lot of money. She's spending a lot of money, and she was saving next to no money. And then I find out that there are three adults living in this house, and there's no money saved. I mean, if one major incident happened, they would be in a financial hardship. I mean, in this household. Together is probably making nearly twenty thousand dollars a month, and they don't have three hundred dollars rubbed together. So we um, I said, well, we need to, we need to come up with a plan for this. We need to come up with a plan for this because this is, you know, there's just too many debts here. We don't want to put you in a situation where you know you overextend yourself um, financially and you can't afford your new mortgage payment, and um. So we set out, I set out a plan with her and we um, wrote it all down and we started to pay off some of the cards. I didn't need her to pay them all off. Just pay a few down for us to get her out there and get her shopping. And um, so she paid. We paid those cards down. Uh, we put her with a down payment assistance program um, to help with some of the costs. Because remember, she didn't have much saved up. And so we, 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 we get her out. We get her offer accepted. And we're in escrow and things are looking good because let me tell you, this lady was renting a home. She was renting a home. She was renting a home paying $3,600 a month for rent. Not, she didn't own the home. So she's getting absolutely nothing in return uh, for this home that she was renting. She was living a lifestyle, living in, <laughs> living, living in a quote unquote good or nice or, uh, higher neighborhood, but she wasn't getting nothing in return. And she was having issues with getting things fixed and the property and so on and so forth. So she was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to, you know, to, to make this happen. So we're in the escrow process. And I talked about this in Mortgage Ready last episode is that you want to make sure you're very honest when you go into that process. We're not here to be the financial police or take anything from you or tell anyone on you. But we're here to make sure that if we set you up with financing for a home, 
that it can go through and that it's sustainable for you. So you got to, you know, be foretelling and let us know all the information. So she didn't tell me at the time that um, she had an IRS tax lien that did not show on her credit report. And so um, it ended up coming up because they noticed that she made the payment from her bank account. And she goes, oh, yeah, why well, owe them X amount of dollars? <laughs> and remember, we didn't have much money, so we were very tight on our numbers. And um, at that point, I didn't know how we were going to get back from that because we had to add that debt in for her. And, um, and so she's like, you know, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I'm going to lose my deposit. And I stayed in my office. I stayed in my office till midnight one night. I had to figure this out because I I just wanted to make sure the family got the home. So I stayed there all night. I didn't come up with anything <laughs> viable. Um, and so the next day I came into office and it, it kind of hit me. I came up with a plan. I came up with a plan. I said, what we're going to do is. We're going to we're going to up the amount of assistance that she can get. And we are going to pay off the debts with the money that she has for closing. She took some money out of her 401k to use for closing costs. So I said, this is what we're going to do. But once I added it all up, we were still, we were still short, a few thousand dollars short. How can we make this happen? So I called her. I said, Miss P, are you with your family? She said, yes. Yes, I am, Otis. I said, put me on speakerphone. We got to talk. So she put me on speakerphone with her daughter and grandson, but both adults, and um, who who were living with her and were going to live with her in the new house, the new house. But she was bearing all of this financial burden on her own, and they were still living a comfortable lifestyle while she's trying to get them a house to live in. So I said, "Hey, how you guys doing? Um, we're going to need." All hands on deck, which means we're going to need every dollar from this household to make sure that we can get this home for you guys as a family. What I need from you guys to do is to get uncomfortable. I mean, get comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable. I know the son's got all the new, all the, the grandson's got all the new J's. He's living the lifestyle. And said, look, we'll have to change some habits for a second. We're going to change your family's trajectory forever. So Miss P called me a few days later and said, Otis, do you know my grandson just came in here and gave me his whole paycheck? And my daughter's giving me the rest of the money. So we have all the money. We're ready to go. And we were able to close on that loan for Miss P and get that family a home. So not only did this family get a home, they ended up getting a mortgage that was nearly $500 less than they were paying for rent. Right. So now they have an actual return. Now Miss P can save some money when she goes and files her taxes because she has interest to write off on her loan instead of getting nothing back that she was getting for the $3,600 she was paying for rent. Yes, yes, yes. Did we have to? change her lifestyle 
in the family and get them a little uncomfortable? Yes, we did. But look what we did it for. Now her as a mother, she has she has a property to leave for her daughter, the property for her daughter to leave the grandson, the grants and, and the a son, the grandson, a property to leave to his child. They have a head start now in life simply because they were took the time to get comfortable being uncomfortable just for a little bit of time. But you got the goal you wanted. You got the outcome that you wanted. So I want to shout out to Miss P if she sees this. I won't say her name on here. Um, I hope all is well. Um, when Sterona is gone for good, I will definitely come and come and visit. But I, I want to tell that I'll tell a story like that um, each time we close, just so that you guys know that um, you can do this if you put your mind to it. And, that, and when I say this, I mean anything it is that you want to do, as long as you're willing to pay the price and that you you're ready to get comfortable being uncomfortable, knowing that it's going to take you to do something you've never done. To get something you never had. <sighs> I know I said a lot. I hope this helps somebody. Um, again, I am uh, Otis Milton, the Morgan's Millennial. You guys can catch me this Thursday on Zoom. Um, completely free event. It is a career night that I'm doing with my partners over at Carter and Carter Investments. Come learn about how to be a real estate agent, broker, lender, notary. Um, that will be in my link tree uh soon as it's over. So you guys can get tickets to that. And uh yeah, man, that's that's all I got for you guys today. So thank you again for tuning in. Please check this out. Please share this with somebody. Um, let them know the Millennial Mindset Podcast is there. Follow uh follow us on IG as well. And um, you know the motto. Until next time, one love. We out.